The views, ideas, and content of well seekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Well Seekers. Hello, and welcome to Well Seekers. I'm Lucia. And we are continuing our series on coping through COVID right now and helping you rise and come back to a mind and heart and life that you are going to love, to help you live bright and well, love yourself and others more well throughout this journey and throughout your life journey. If you've been with us throughout this series, you know we've taken on all of the mental and emotional aspects or a big chunk of the mental emotional aspects related to what you may be experiencing, what your family may be experiencing, what your relationship may be experiencing through this challenging time here on Well Seekers. And we've had really good friends of the show come on and talk about their own personal experiences and help our listeners, help you, our families walk through um, all of the many different layers of what's going on. You also may have listened to our sister show, Lucia at Night, which is all relationship focused. Um, and we had a very special episode of that as well, talking about um, relationships and COVID-19. We have two more episodes left in the series. Um, On today's show, we're talking about meditation and our very own Swami Veridin is going to come back on and talk to us about how he's meditating through this time. Give us some ideas of how we can meditate through this time and also lead us through a quick uh, meditation that you can do anywhere. With all of our shows happening right now, I just want you to know we've really covered the benefits of meditation and how it helps you rewrite the stories in your head and calm your mind and relax your mind and your heart and get you more self-aware and centered um, throughout the day. Full disclosure, I've said this before, but it's one of the things I struggle with the most, which is why I always appreciate Swami's visits here. If you want to learn more about what meditation does with your mind for your mind and for your life, I encourage you to check out some of the past episodes that we have had here on the show. And we'll put the link below to those. I just want to tell you that we've truly enjoyed your messages, people that have reached out during this time and contacted us with questions um, or suggestions. And we want you to keep sharing your stories, your positive stories during this time. Keep asking questions if you have them um, and keep reaching out because we absolutely want to be a part of your journey during this time and walk with you and support you in any way we can. As you're suddenly settling into your new norm, we hope that these shows have been helping you. And um, I think today's show is going to be particularly helpful. So without further ado, we want to get to Swami, who is going to be here in just a minute to talk to us about meditation. So we're going to take a really quick break and we'll be back with Swami Veridin right here on Well Seekers. After a long day, taking time to love yourself and your friends and your family more well can be a challenge. We're so burnt out and exhausted and stressed from working so hard during the day, we forget to love the people and the places and the things that are important to us. Well, Lucia Knight is here to help. We're gonna be a retreat and a treat for your day. A place to laugh, to connect, and to learn to love yourself and others more well. We're gonna talk about relationships, ways to sleep better. We'll have expert guests, personal stories, maybe even a musical guest or two. We'll share behind the scenes into my own life as well, my friends, my family, and of course, 
my relationships. So close the door on your day and light up your night with Lucia at night. Also, make sure to check out more at wellseekers.com for simple and real life ways to bring wellness home. I'll see you tonight on Lucia at Night. You're listening to Well Seekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. And we're back on Well Seekers with our guest, Swami Veriden. Swami, a good, good friend of a good, good friend of mine, but also of the show. Swami, thanks so much for coming back on Well Seekers. Lucia, thanks for having me on. Whenever, whenever anyone says good, good, I just think about the president saying very good. Very, very, very good friend. Very good friend. Very good man. A great man. A very good man. You are. Thank you. I appreciate that. Swami, well, just so you know, we're doing a a six-part series on um, coping, basically coping with COVID. And the stuff that we're talking about obviously can be used during any challenging time, but specifically we're focusing on this challenging time that people are facing. And we've had... Friends of the show and friends of mine back on because I want people to hear familiar voices to help guide them through this um, really difficult time. So thanks for coming on with us. You're welcome. How are you doing? Highs and lows. I mean, there's days I'm very high. There's days I'm like, oh, this sucks. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of anxiety based on the unknown, meaning I'm working right now. I have a job. Thank goodness. But the market is not doing great. Mm. So everyone who has a job, no matter, even if you have a job, you're being affected in not the most positive way. So, so, so true. Absolutely true. There's a lot of reactions. There's a lot of blaming. There's a lot of stress. But there's also a time of self-awareness and understanding that we have no choice but to get through this. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you've got to keep going. And that's really why I wanted you to come on, Swami, because I think sometimes we try to avoid getting in touch with ourselves during this time. And you just have a way of simplifying meditation, which I love, um, and making it really accessible to people because I know for myself, it's hard sometimes to meditate. Can you during this time, well, a couple things. One, speak to how meditation has been helping you stay in the moment and stay present. And then two, offer some suggestions for people or even spe- walking us through a specific meditation? Well, I mean, first of all, meditation is just about calming the mind. You and I, every human being has about 80,000 thoughts a day and 95% of those thoughts are thoughts from the day before. Mm-hmm. So what's happening right now is we've been at home for about a month, month and a half, right? About five weeks. Everyone has around, around five weeks, let's say. So, uh, negative thoughts have been creeped, have creeped into our minds and we consistently, constantly, continuously think about these negative thoughts. Unfortunately, as you know, and I know, we rather, we rarely focus on the positive. You know, we focus on the negative. Because it's the negative that sort of keeps our mind focused, unfortunately. So what meditation does is it takes away the negative thoughts and it just makes you calm and relaxed and keeps the positive thoughts in your forefront rather than your negative thoughts in your forefront, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's a couple things you could do. I'll say first thing you could do is, and this is what I've been doing when I have tough days, is I do something called connecting the dots. And what I do is I think about two to three events from the past that I've overcome 
when I had tough times, and my life has gotten better. Hmm. You started to tell us about this last time. Yes. So how does that work for you? It sounds like you've really um, maybe dove into this a little bit more in your own personal meditation practices. What does that look like right now in the COVID-19 time frame for you? Can you walk us through how you use that today? Well, you just get out a journal or you just even use your email or your iPhone. You email yourself and you just sit down. Uh, maybe when your kids are taking a nap or when your kids are watching TV or um, when you have a break from work. And you just think about two to three occurrences in your life where you had a tough moment. Maybe you had a tough time during pregnancy and you didn't think your kid was going to make it or you didn't think you were going to get pregnant. You really want to get pregnant or you had a job loss in the past or you had a stressful moment at work or you hated your job and you just didn't know what to do and you got over that. So what, what, what we try to do with this exercise, connecting the dots, is we want to set an example of positive reinforcement in our mindset. Uh, the thing about negative reinforcement is things are bad, things are bad, things are bad, is we don't have anything, we don't look at the past and go, wait a second, things were bad, but we overcame that. So what we're trying to do is set a positive reinforcement. So if you look at the past and you say, wait a second, I, you know, had a tough time, I couldn't get a job before, and then I got a great job. That's a positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that goes into your mindset. You can do this daily, you start going, wait a second. Rather than this is horrible, which it is, I'm not going to deny it, you'll say this is horrible, but I think good things are going to come because when I look at the past, I connect the dots, good things came in this event and this event and in this event. It's really like a lot like in the mental health profession we call CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. That's It sounds a lot like disproving thoughts and patterns that you have in your head, essentially. Right. Yeah. So how do you, though, from a meditation standpoint, how does that apply? Because when I think classic meditation, I think taking time and breathing. So this is just connecting with your thoughts more than clearing your head. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's completely fair to say. I mean, it's a a different set of of mental work. It's not just meditation. Yeah. So listen, meditation can be anything from going for a walk and not listening to any music and just being one with your thoughts. It could be sitting down and just breathing in and out. Or as you and I know, just to be meditative. When you are uh, really working on your craft that you really enjoy and you're, you're flowing, it's a flow. That mm-hmm. all the negativity goes away. There's a flow there. So what are you finding yourself doing most besides connecting the dots and more of a, let's just say, traditional meditative? Because like, I've found it hard I've actually been sitting with myself more, but for people that are finding it hard to sit with themselves, would you say walking is a good suggestion? Maybe a quiet walking meditation? Yeah, walking around your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You go around the block over and over again. I've been doing that. I've been writing a lot. So writing in your journal, maybe for five minutes or 10 minutes to write down all your thoughts, get all that junk out of your mindset. You know, it's almost like, it's almost like eating really bad food and you have, you have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You got to get all that nasty food out of you. Have you ever had like a... Uh, have you ever been bloated or something where you feel like you're going to vomit because you have horrible food and you just like release, you know, you just go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Sort of, that's sort of like how our mind is. We have all these negative thoughts and, and it's normal. A lot of our listeners are going to be living with people. So just really connecting with the people we live with, right? Write something grateful about them. You know, how you guys overcame each other. Maybe if you're in a relationship, talk about 
uh, write down about your husband or wife, you know, the positive things they have done in your relationship. I love a couple of things that you've said, Swami. One is I just hear from you and even in you just talking about your personal experience, but just to our listeners, lower expectations. Like don't feel like you need to all of a sudden in this time become this meditation guru. You can almost even scale instead of increasing your meditative practices, not that it's decreasing it, but put a little bit less expectation on it. Like maybe it is just taking a five minute walk around your block and clearing your head. Maybe it is writing in a journal and getting some stuff out. Maybe it is exploring deeper conversation, connecting the dots, like you said, or with someone else in your life that you're living with. But don't feel like you need to now in this time be this meditate 30 minutes a day, even though that'd be amazing um, meditation guru to sort of scale back the pressure you have on yourself is even an act of love and meditation. Is that fair to say too? Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I would never recommend 30 minutes a day. I'd recommend five minutes a day because as you know, in any habit we have, I want to start off small and you and have you continuously consistently do it. Most habits we have, right? If you told me, listen to me, don't work out for an hour and a half and I've never worked out really and I'm obese. Well, guess what? An hour and a half is going to last for like a week and then I'm going to get burnt out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so go five minutes a day. But I will say this: it's very important to not just sit still, to take this opportunity to be very aware of what we want to improve, and maybe have some uh, improvement goals. Because I do have a saying I tell myself, and I and I, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I believe when acknowledgement begins, ambition ends. Say that again, because I don't want to miss it. When acknowledgement begins, ambition ends. Where acknowledgement begins, ambition. So when we acknowledge, like, oh, it's okay, it's fine, we don't have to do anything, it's okay, it's, it's okay, that's fine. The ambition to change decreases. Is that a bad thing, though, Swami? If the ambition decreases? Well, it depends on what you want to, I think, you know, it depends on where you are and what, where you want to be ambitious. I do think it's a, it's a negative thing at times because we all have moments in our life and areas in our life that we want to improve. Right. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. And this is sort of a a, this is a great conversation to have during this covid error. I think error and era (laughs) is both appropriate, even though I meant era Um, during the covid (laughs) era. um, I think that relooking at where we're putting our ambition is important. That's very clear. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think this could be taken as a positive sometimes and as a negative, like relook as you're sort of lowering your expectations where you should be putting priority around what you were talking about, excelling. So relooking at what you want to put expectation into and work into and what could be let go of. Correct. Well, excelling, excelling is not one to zero to a hundred. Excelling is zero to five, zero to six, zero to seven, zero to eight, right? So, so true, so true. So, what I mean by this is the following. When I say, you know, uh, when acknowledgement begins, ambition ends, it, it, it goes back to the negative thinking. If you consistently are acknowledging your negative thinking, you will not be ambitious enough to change it. If you're consistently getting that rut and that habit of negative thinking and uh, self-indulgence and self, uh, you know, pointing and self bully So... The reason I say you have to really stop acknowledging that behavior uh, is we need to get to a point where we we have steps 
that your positive behavior or your self-awareness to lead to the positivity is birth, birthed or births. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing in my life right now, for example. You know, I'm thinking about my finances. I'm not okay with making a certain amount of money. So I think what I'm saying is, and to make it sort of clear, we are very relaxed in our, in our behaviors. Mm-hmm. And we unfortunately get very relaxed in our negative behaviors. And as a psychologist, you probably, you know, there's something called like stories you tell yourself, correct? Mm-hmm. And we get accustomed to those stories and we acknowledge those stories. What I mean by acknowledging is we consistently, continuously say these same stories over again. I'm not getting up. I can't. This person screwed me over. I'll never make money. I'll never have a job. I'll never get a husband or a kid, right? Totally. So yep. when, I, when, I went, when I meant by acknowledgement, maybe I can use different words this what I really want to do and what I'm really trying to do at this point with meditation is change the acknowledgement from negativity to or a sense of blaming myself to bettering myself. That does make sense. That absolutely makes sense. So trying to work on from a meditative standpoint, the stories that we tell ourselves. So there's some cognitive work in there as well. Right. So if we want to keep it really, really basic, though, right now, because people are overwhelmed and stressed and I think what you were talking about, relooking at the stories we're telling ourselves, relooking at our priorities and doing that through journaling, doing that through meditative walks, doing that through time sitting alone with ourselves or connecting the dots like you talked about. It seems like the main theme I'm getting from you is and that we're being forced to do is this is a time that you're forced to slow down. So don't feel like you need to pick up the pace and accomplish a lot. Slow it down and learn from it. Is that the general overarching theme that we should be taking from this? Do you feel like? Yeah, I mean, slow down and really just accept what it is, but also understand that we all have areas of our lives. And this is, I, I believe in this too. Is I think we all have personas, Lucia. Correct? Yeah. We all have sort of this external persona that we put out to our society at work. And so I don't think people really, you know, a lot of people say that they hate their jobs. To a certain degree, they hate their jobs, but really they like it because they have coworkers they can talk to. They have, you know, a life they can sort of escape that's not, you know, reality. You know, they put their external self out there, the persona. But what's happening with all of us is, our true personalities are coming out because we're stuck at home. We have nowhere and we have no acknowledgement to have where we can sort of behave in a certain way. You know I mean? Sure, sure Zoom calls and stuff, but realistically, we can't just go next door to a seat next to us or to a lunch and, and sort of behave in a manner that, that is completely different than we truly are eternally. What I'm really working on now is with the meditation is really getting to our true personality. So what's internal is external. What's at home is what's being outside. And how are you getting there? Like using, connecting the dots and the tools that you just talked about? For me, journaling, meditating, and walking. So three things going on right now for you. Journaling, meditating, walking. Yeah. How about you? What's working for you? You know, I journal, but in a different way. I have like sheets that I use now just because it's so much easier to work on my my computer. I find myself not even, I love handwritten journals and it's one of the things that I value the most, but because 
Well, there's a couple reasons that I have, feel like I haven't been journaling. One is because sometimes I just have my computer more handy than my journal. And in that moment, it's like I have five minutes. I want to sit and just, I'll just write on my computer. And I have um, a friend of mine and I did this course that we created called Coping Through Crisis. And in that course, we created sort of a downloadable journal. And so I'll write in those reflection sheets. I just find it easier. So definitely writing in a journal, but on my computer. I haven't been walking as much um, because it's been cold here on the East Coast. But working out is meditative for me, especially if I turn off everything and I just work out with me and sort of clear my head during the workout and breathe during the workout. Stretching has become meditative for me. And then I do just sit for a couple minutes. I have um, a YouTube video that I watch and I do some of your meditation from Well Seekers on our site, which is why before I let you go, I'm going to have you walk us through a meditation. But I do think that the best way to get to your thoughts and your stories and be able to change them is the meditation that you'll actually do. So if journaling works for you, I say go for it because that is a solid way to get there. If walking works for you, try that. Or if these, you know, quick little meditation activities that we provide and that you do, Swami, helps people, I think that's the way to do it, right? Like they always say the best form of exercise is the one you'll actually do. I think the best form of meditation is the one you'll actually do too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a great quote. Yeah. Say your quote. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on Instagram and, and say it from you. I'm gonna go copy it. Say it from me. Okay. All right. I'll I'll forward it. But I mean, I'll um reshare it. But yeah, that I just made that up. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think about the um, what everyone is going through now from a psychologist's point of view? Do you think goal setting is okay, or do you think people just need to relax and calm down? Um, I think it depends on what the goal is. And I think it depends on where you're at. I think we really need to listen to our bodies. Like today, I haven't been sleeping well. And all I want to do today is sit in my bed and watch Netflix. I can't because I have work (laughs) to do. But I think I'm going to go a little lighter this weekend. I truly believe that what the universe has for you you don't have to chase. It doesn't mean you don't have to work hard for it, but I don't think you have to chase it to the extent that people think they have to chase things. I think that when the universe wants you to accomplish something, if you're doing the work, then it's going to come to you. I have found that. I mean, there's been things in my life where I have not put in, I've put in, I've shown up, right? I've reached out for an opportunity and I've shown up. And that opportunity has turned into 10 times what the opportunity should have been. And to me, that means it was meant for me. And I've also been in situations where I have knocked on doors, knocked on doors, knocked on doors, knocked on doors, worked 10 times harder, a hundred times harder and not gotten anywhere. And have gotten to a point like based upon self-will more than this was my universal calling. Got it. So you have uh, become more in tune with the word surrender. Yes. I think surrendering to our higher purpose for sure. I think that that has a lot to do with becoming at peace with your life. And sometimes your higher purpose, and I think it changes. There's times where my higher purpose, I feel like I hope in the next few years, my higher purpose is going to be being a parent. Now I need to find a significant other. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, No, but even if I don't have a significant other, I want to be a parent. I know that that's going to be my calling in the next few years. And if something else comes with that, 
that's amazing. I think we have to be comfortable in what our role is in the moment that the universe is providing and be confident. Like I, I, I believe in God, right? So I say universe generally, but I truly believe it's a God, a higher being than ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, some people think that higher being is the universe. I think the higher being is God. So, God. so I'll just use universe though as a general word, but I do think we all have a higher purpose. And sometimes that higher purpose takes a few years off like that purpose in that moment you're resting to prepare yourself for a bigger purpose mm-hmm. I guess I am it is surrender surrendering to the moment whatever that moment is and doing work but letting go after you've done the work right well you know surrender to last purpose for success so and that's uh, that's mm-hmm. the toughest door to open right yep yep absolutely and that's something that I'm working on and I have to work on which is that's a continuous consistent I'm going to say that a lot, continuous and consistent. But it is a, it's really for me that one of the toughest things to overcome, even for meditation, is surrender and letting go of expectations. Mm, I love that. I love that. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Before we get into our meditation, you know, I will tell everyone every meditation teacher is still going through a high tomorrow. And no guru or no meditation teacher has it all figured out. We never will which is why they continuously meditate. So I will tell your listeners, even though I'm a meditation teacher, I've been meditating for over 10 years, teaching for a very long time, I still go through periods of stress, anxiety, feeling less than. But my days of stress, my moments of stress, and my moments of anxiety have lowered a tremendous amount. That's what meditation really does. It's really... A practice. If you if you go through depression, you go through anxiety. Let's say you have anxiety for a week straight. You keep meditating, you'll have anxiety for a day. But it doesn't mean the anxiety disappears. It doesn't mean the stress disappears. It doesn't mean uh, hard times disappears. It just means that you're going to be able to observe this and understand the tools to use to move forward. Mm-hmm. So you don't sit there and bashing yourself over and over again. It's interesting you say that, Swami, because I preach that all the time. <laughs> when when I've worked with clients, when I work with clients, I talk about that all the time. That it's like there isn't, I used to want just one simple answer. You know, snap my fingers and all of a sudden everything is fine and I don't have anxiety, I don't have stress. It's unrealistic to think no one has stress or anxiety. Everyone has it. Mm-hmm. These are just tools to help manage it better. Exactly, 100%. So Swami, before we let you go, because I know that you're on a tight schedule, um, can you walk us through a meditation for this time? Sure. sure. I'll just do a one-minute meditation. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to close our eyes. We want to relax our back. Relax your eyelids. And what you're going to repeat over and over again is Sat Nam. S-A-T N-A-M. Sat Nam. That's one with truth. It's a mantra we use. So what you're going to do right now is breathe in and breathe out. Your eyelids are relaxed. Your hands are relaxed. Your shoulders and back are relaxed. Your hips and legs are relaxed. And you're going to repeat the word, Sat Nam. Sat Nam. Sat Nam. Over and over again. If thoughts come to you, just go back to the words, Sat Nam. Breathing in and breathing out. But no. And as you breathe in, you get deeper and deeper into relaxation. 
and deeper and deeper into calmness. And as you breathe in, you get deeper and deeper into relaxation and breathe deeper and deeper to calm. Sat Nam. Breathing in and breathing out. Your eyelids are relaxed. Your shoulders and back are relaxed. Your arms and hands are relaxed. Your feet are relaxed. Breathing in and breathing out. And repeating the words, Sat Nam. Thoughts come to you, just breathing those words. Sat Nam, Sat Nam. In and out. And now take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. And slowly open your eyes and move your regular hand to peace and relaxation. Mm, thanks, Swami. That was perfect. What a great way to end end our conversation and to have a little bit of peace and tranquility in our day during this time. Swami Verdin, um, if people want to find you, can you give them the best way to connect with you? Just can you go on uh, my Instagram, Urban Children Meditation, my Instagram. That's the best way to find me. Awesome. Swami, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, Lucia. Great talking to you. I'll see you soon. Yep, we'll be right back on Well Seekers. Today's lifestyle demands the best in wireless, and with Pulse Cellular, you have the best options available. Switch to Pulse Cellular for unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data, coast-to-coast with no contracts, no credit checks, and no overage fees. One line for $65 or four lines for just $45 each, including hotspot, Wi-Fi calling, and 50 gigs per line. And for all you travelers, we got you covered in Canada and Mexico, plus text and data in over 210 countries worldwide, all with the best phones or bring your own. That's pretty awesome. Get the best user experience on mobile at PulseCellular.com. Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Now, back to the show. Thanks so much to Swami for coming on the show. And again, if you want more of Swami's meditations, check out the links below. And if you want to learn more about meditation in general, absolutely check out the links below as well. Before we let you go, I just wanted to let you all know we are so honored that you've spent your time with us here today. If you're not listening on our website, head over to wellseekers.com, check out our tools, check out our resources, check out um, all the things that we've prepared during this time. We have a free resource guide for you. Um, I'll put a link to that as well to help you through this challenging time. Lean on us, use us, um, and the site. So wellseekers.com is the site. There's so much stuff on there to help walk you through this, and we hope that you visit us there. Also, make sure to find us on social media at Wellseekers. And if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, just hit the subscribe button. Um, and also, if you love the show and you want to leave a review, we would be super grateful for that. Anything you want to say about the show and any review you want to leave would be so appreciated. 
From all of us here at Wellseekers, we hope you continue to rise to come back in your mind and your heart and your life. And if you need any help getting there, know we are right by your side walking with you through this journey. And we're so honored to be a part of your tribe, of your family, and of your life. Thanks for being with us. And we'll talk to you soon on Wellseekers. How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com.